Hi, this is Jody Howe, and it's day 17. Welcome to the Air That I Breathe podcast. My name is Jody Howe, and I'm just so grateful to have you here. So, are you longing for a peaceful mind? Do you struggle with anxiety, or do you just want to learn how to navigate through the mental storms of life? God has laid it on my heart to start this podcast so I can share with you how he has worked in my life. You see, he's taken my secular breath away and has taught me to inhale this peace and hope. And I want that for you too. In this podcast, I plan to share with you some tried and true methods of coping, offering daily and nightly devotionals, and of course, prayer, so you too can breathe a new air. Before I get into my tip of the day, I just wanted to talk a little about why my podcast is called The Air That I Breathe. And it's only become more recently that I've noticed how breath and breathing, whether it's literal or spiritual, has really become more on the forefront of my thinking. And I'll tell you why. I work out at a gym. It's a gym that I've been working out at for four years. And of course, during the pandemic, the initial lockdown, the gym closed. They had a lot of great online workouts, but the bottom line is I don't work out well at home. I just, I have to get out of my house, go to a gym, have someone tell me what to do, and I leave and I feel good. And it's kind of how it's always been for me. I need that push. But when things started to sort of get a little more under control with the coronavirus, the gym started opening up. And the requirements were that they take your temperature, they ask you questions if you've been around anyone with COVID or if you're feeling any symptoms, and they ask you to sanitize your hands before going into the gym and you have to wear a mask. Now, you had to wear a mask when you walked into the gym, but when you got to your station, because there's three stations in this workout, You could take your mask off, do your workout. But every time you you traveled over to your next station, the mask had to go on. Well, it's not until recently that our governor in the state of North Carolina said the gyms can stay open, but you have to wear a mask during your workout. So in other words, when I'm on the treadmill at 155 beats per minute, I have to actually have a mask on during that workout. And I can tell you that it is very difficult. It doesn't feel good. And the scariest thing that you start to notice is how you are losing your breath more than you ever would under normal circumstances. And I would think about the air that I breathe. Well, you know, it's not so much literal as it is knowing that I have the breath of the word, God, the Holy Spirit in everything that I do. So my basis for coming up with that title was because as I became a follower of Jesus Christ, I started to breathe the air of his presence and not so much the world's. So being under a pandemic during this COVID-19 nightmare and having to wear these masks, which as a side note, I absolutely respect and wear them every time I'm required to wear them. So I want to make that very clear. But I can tell you that wearing one when you're in a gym 
environment where breathing is so important, it's an awful, awful feeling. And I know for people generally putting them on and walking through a grocery store is very hard. And I've just become so cognizant of breathing more than I ever have and how we take it for granted. And there's so many people out there that have gotten this virus and are dealing with breathing issues and some have lost their life because of what has affected their lungs and breathing and their bodies. And I just, it was a revelation just thinking about how precious the literal physical breath of air that we are given alongside of the spiritual breath of Christ that each time we breathe in and we breathe out, if you can even put into place an element of gratitude that God gave us this gift. And I just wanted to offer a perspective shift in how breathing is is a part of our human makeup. We can't be here without it. But each breath we take, physically and spiritually, should never be taken for granted. And as a side note, I don't have to go to the gym and I don't have to participate, but I am choosing to cautiously and safely because that workout is what helps me to combat my anxiety. So this too shall pass. So my tip of the day, take a day trip. God tells us in Luke 5, 16, but Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. You know, our world is filled with so much beauty and chances are there are beautiful places to visit within minutes to hours of your home. Places like beaches and lakes, waterfalls, mountains, parks, interesting and charming destinations await you. So treat yourself as a remedy to anxiety by getting out of your comfort zone and going for a ride or a visit or a day trip and just go there to meditate or go there to pray or just go there to witness the beauty that God has given us on this earth. Let's pray. Dear Father, when I feel let down and anxious, take my spirit to a place of peace and beauty. You have blessed us with so many beautiful places on this earth. Possibly I can share in that blessing today. And I honor you in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. So it's night 17 and my tip of the night, get to sleep and stay there for at least six to seven hours. And honestly, my advice is try to make it eight. So I'm going to give you a few tips on what I've learned about how to really honor your sleep and things that you can do to sort of give yourself a better longevity in your sleep at night because it truly does help to awaken your day with more positivity and more energy and it does help to reduce anxiety. My top eight sleep aids in helping you to get a good night's sleep. So number one, you have to stick to a sleep schedule. This is same bedtime and wake up time, even on the weekends. And I know how hard this is for young moms and dads who possibly have young children and maybe they have a little exchange with their husbands or wives, which my husband and I did, which was one day a week on a weekend, one of us got to sleep in and the other one would attend to the children, which by the way, I looked forward to it every single day because my kids were early risers. But other than that one little day where you probably sleep in an extra hour, try to keep it as regulated as possible. 
because this also helps to regulate your body's clock and could help you to fall asleep and stay asleep for the whole night. Number two, practice a relaxing bedtime ritual. A relaxing routine activity right before bedtime conducted away from bright lights helps separate your sleep time from activities that cause excitement, stress, or anxiety, which makes it more difficult to fall asleep, to get the sound sleep you need, and even fall into that REM deep sleep. Number three, if you have trouble sleeping, avoid naps, especially in the afternoon. Power napping may help you get through the day, but if you find that you can't fall asleep at bedtime, eliminating even short cat naps might help. Number four, exercise daily. Whether it's vigorous exercise, which I do believe is the best, even light exercise is better than no activity. Exercise at any time of the day, but not at the expense of your sleep. And a lot of sleep experts will say, if you exercise before your bedtime, that does extend the time that you can fall asleep. So if you get your exercise in in the morning or in the afternoon, that might be better for your sleep at night. Number five, your bedroom should also be free from any noise that can disturb your sleep. And this includes any light noises or distractions. And that might even include your partner, husband, wives, sleep disruptions, such as snoring. I struggle with this with my husband. And I can tell you, I have a fan going out of my room for that actual white noise, which is so helpful. Also, it helps to cool the room down as well. You can also consider using blackout curtains, eye shades, or even earplugs. I personally find white noise machines or a fan to be the most helpful. And this might also include evaluating your room, like designing your sleep environment to establish the conditions you need for sleep, like keeping it cool between 60 and 67 degrees, and also making sure that the surroundings, your design, your decor are very calming and very positive. The last thing you see before you turn off the light brings you to a heightened place of joy. Number six, sleep on a comfortable mattress and pillows. So make sure your mattress is comfortable and supportive. The one you have been using for years may have exceeded its life expectancy, about nine or 10 years for most good quality mattresses. And also have comfortable pillows and make the room attractive and inviting for sleep, but also free of allergens that might affect you and objects that might cause you to slip or fall if you have to get up. Number seven, This one's a new one. And I have to say, my daughter, my oldest daughter, who suffers from anxiety, swears by this. Sleep blankets. They promote deep touch pressure or DDP by simply applying gentle distributed pressure on the body, which has been shown to increase serotonin, which is the chemical in the body that helps regulate mood, specifically having a calming effect. These blankets have been very beneficial to people with anxiety. I have not used them, but I can tell you from my daughter's perspective, they work great. Number eight, consider an essential oil mist machine. Scents like lavender have wonderful and calming effects. God tells us in Proverbs 3, 24. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. So friends, you have to make the effort. If you make the effort, you'll find that your sleep is more consistent, and it's more revitalizing you for the next day. You have to honor your sleep. And this includes even parents with young children. 
put your kids to bed at a reasonable early hour, give yourself some downtime and give yourself sleep. Even if your kids are waking you up in the middle of the night, at least give yourself enough time to plan around those six to eight hours that are so necessary to help reduce anxiety. So let's pray. Dear God, now I lay me down to sleep. I praise you so my soul to keep. The angels watch me through the night until I wake till morning light. It's in the beautiful and precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So I wanted to let y'all know that thanks to some really good friends and contributors to the magazine called Podcast Magazine, yours truly got a little shout out uh, for my podcast. And I'm just so grateful of that. And I strongly recommend if you are interested in podcasts or just want to know what podcasts are out there, you can go to the Podcast Magazine website, podcastmagazine.com and read up about all the fun and new and exciting podcasts that are out there. So I'm grateful to God, to him be the glory and praying for you. And I hope you're enjoying the start of the Advent season for our welcoming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And I just hope that you're feeling better and better each and every day. I'll see you next time. Bye.